We're joined this morning by folks from St. Joseph's School in Baltic. I'm joined by Sister Mary Patrick and also one of the parent volunteers, Bob Turner, to talk about St. Joseph's School in Baltic. Folks, good morning. Thank you for joining me for today. And off the top, Sister Mary Patrick, tell me about your school. Well, St. Joseph's School is here in a small town of Baltic. Uh, we are a small but mighty school. Uh, we provide <clears throat> a traditional Catholic education for our students, and, you know, we have here uh, a very safe and nurturing environment and, and really a strong parent involvement here at the school. So with uh, uh, school staff and parents and working together, we really provide really the, the, the best quality Catholic education. So uh, we're right here. Um, we, uh, for the, the first year, a student that comes here, they, are, they have a uh, 50% tuition uh, deduction. So that's to get them into the school and get them time to plan for the following years for uh, school here at St. Joe's. Um, what helps, I think, is that um, it's our teachers, our staff, this is not a job. This is a ministry. So we minister to all of our students, and we provide uh, a total education where we educate the total child, you know, spiritually, intellectually, emotionally, and physically. So that's what provides that well-rounded education. Um, so really we have um, many uh, events, okay? Uh, we have uh, spring and uh, Christmas and spring concerts. Uh, we have a drama club uh, for sports. We have a cross-country team. And students who are interested in basketball, we go to Sacred Heart in Taffville. We, form, we join that team. All right. We have a lot of fun things that happen here as well. You know, we do the pumpkin derby. We have the annual walkathon, which is wonderful. There's all kinds of events within the walkathon and great parents, of course, that help run it. Uh, this year we had also a talent show, uh, which brought out hidden talent from all over the school. It was a great, uh, you know, uh, experience here. But more importantly is the spiritual formation here. Uh, we have a wonderful pastor, Father Tito. Our students uh, attend uh, all First Friday Masses. We are able to attend benediction once a month. We have the rosary rally, May crowning, all of those wonderful things that help to develop our students' spiritual uh, life. Um, so uh, we also, during, we hold Catholic Schools Week. We do the one in November and again in January. Um, we uh, have events during that time. Hopefully this year that we're moving out of COVID, we can have our guest speakers back again. Uh, ordinarily, we have our, a parent who's a state trooper comes in and gives safety uh, talks to the students, and uh, it develops a wonderful relationship between students and police, all of that. Um, of course, the students uh, now are beginning to able to do field trips, okay, which was a, a great thing after uh, being kind of locked in with COVID there. So we have, and also uh, field day. Uh, we usually do that just the Friday before um, Memorial the weekend, and it's our dads who put it on and they do such a great job. Kids rave about it, and every year it gets better and better. So, as I said, we have our well-rounded academic program. 
and a well-rounded um, spiritual program and a well-rounded extracurricular program, which I think which makes our school not only small but mighty. That's where I wanted to follow up on. You said that early, and I wanted to ask about that, sister. What makes St. Joseph's School in Baltic mighty? Well, I think it's when you walk in the school, you feel the spirit. You walk in, and you are walking into a school with happy children, okay? And they're, they're game for anything. In other words, like when we did, you know, we do the walkathon. Uh, you would think, well, with a small school, you can't make much. We made 5000 because they're, they're getting their parents to get involved. They had themselves a wonderful time out there. All right. Uh, when we, um, even like with fundraising, we did a fundraiser for, um, for Ukraine. Now, with 70-some students, we were able to make over $700 just for that fundraiser. They're game for anything that is going to help other people. They want to get themselves a good education. Uh, but the spirit, I mean, you come to morning prayer, my goodness, they are, it's, you know, we, everybody joins in. We have our morning offering. We pledge the cross. We pledge the flag. And you would think they were like 150, 200 kids in the, in the gym. Sounds mighty to me. Let me bring in Bob Turner, parent volunteer. Bob, I'm assuming that parent volunteer means that you have a student at St. Joseph's School in Baltic. Why? What was the attraction to put your child in that school? So, uh, yes, my daughter, Sarah, uh, currently finished fourth grade, and she's going into fifth grade. Uh, she was a student at St. Mary's School in Willimannock, and uh, as you probably are aware, the community was disappointed that the school had to close for a period of time, and, and we're, we're very optimistic that they'll open up at, at some point in the future, but I wanted a similar experience for my daughter, Sarah, and sister hit the nail on the head in, in many respects, but what was very important to me was the community, the family community. Uh, sister used the term ministry for the teachers, but the teachers and the students are very close. The family uh, community is very close, and that was important. And you know, the other thing that was very important was the Judeo-Christian values that come with a Catholic education. And for me, I knew I could trust in these very uncertain times that we're all experiencing that my daughter was going to get the proper care and instruction for her formation to make decisions that she's going to need to make later on in life. So I'm very proud that she's there. She's going into the fifth grade. I know that she enjoys the school community and she enjoys all of the events and extracurricular stuff, including drama club that uh, Sister Mary Patrick mentioned. But uh, that's pretty much the main reasons for why Sarah attends the school. Bob, are you a product of a Catholic school? Yes, I, I actually went to St. Mary's in Willimannock. I'm going to date myself a bit, but I was class in 1985. And uh, three of my children also graduated from St. Mary's in Willimannock. And as a parent volunteer now at St. Joseph's School in Baltic, what are some of the things you do as a parent volunteer? Well, th this is one of them. Uh, you know, a radio appearance? <laughs> I am. I'm a radio parent. Uh, this is one of the things I do. I'm starting to get involved with events like Third Thursday uh, that's hosted by Willimannock, where we'll be participating with a booth and gift basket raffle. Uh, I actually have a bit of a green thumb, so I 
I handle some flowers that uh, are arranged near the parking lot of the school. And I'm getting involved in more activities. Sister mentioned field day. I hope to be a part of that next year. Uh, as long as just uh, communicating to the community how great the school is. And Sister Mary Patrick, he talked about the loss of the St. Mary's School, St. Mary St. Joseph School in Willimantic. Tell me how that impacted your school. Obviously, your enrollment must be up. So how do you change the way you operate? Well, we we manage, that's for sure. Um, we have, you know, good people out there to help us out, okay, uh, to donate to the school. Uh, we were, um, although saddened by the, the close of the Catholic school, you never like to see that. Uh, it looks like it's temporary, so that that's positive. Uh, but we accepted the students who came into the school. We just uh, we, and it was unfortunate that it was during COVID because we couldn't have all the activities that we are now able to do. But we uh, we welcomed them. Um, we were uh, happy to have them with us, and uh, they you know were able to come to the school and you know make new friends. And our students made new friends. Okay, so it's a small school accepting students from another small school into our community. Um, it I I thought it went pretty well considering you know uh it was uh, this happened like during the summer okay it was after school got out and uh so people were scrambling and our you know our parents were very you know welcoming um our our staff of course our students you know we prepared them you know we're going to have new students here and make them feel at home and and it it, it just worked it just worked out it's just the the grace of god do you have students at your school who are not Catholic? Oh, d- yes, we do. Okay. Now, the majority are Catholic, but we have students who are not, and that's fine. Okay. They, um, they attend religion classes. Okay. That's a must. And they attend a church with us, whether it's Mass or it's uh, now that we're resuming, we can be- begin resuming benediction. They join us for Stations of the Cross, all of that, all of the activities uh, that uh, spiritual exercises that take place at the school, and you know, for them, it's um, it's a new experience. Um, they uh, you know see the Catholic Church and uh, probably in a different light than they knew before because they know more about it. How do you compare and contrast the curriculum at Saint Joseph School in Baltic versus the curriculum at say a public school? Well, I think what we do here is, as I said, we, we teach the whole child. But what we we're able to do here is, because the classes are small, we're able to focus in on what, you know, what the children need to learn. Uh, we do follow a definite curriculum. Uh, ours is very structured. Uh, we covered all the uh, state mandates or state uh, requirements, of course. Uh, but we're able to get from the children uh, a little bit more response. Uh, we have we you know, raise the bar. The students are expected to do the work. They have homework. They have assignments to do, um, and um, we try to in- engage them. Not only we use some technology. Okay, all students have a Chromebook or an iPad, one or the other. So we use that as part of our instructions. And um, although I think some of the public schools probably have more of that. Uh, we also have, I see the importance of the hands-on learning, you know, the pen and paper as well. Uh, we give students the ac- opportunity to do oral presentations, uh, all kinds of things. Um, just the other, 
last week, the seventh grade, put on um, a scene from Julius Caesar. They read the play, and then they what they did was redo it in their own language, of today's language, and it was a wonderful experience that they could jump from one part, one segment of that into the, uh, you know, today's language. And so we expose the children to many things like that. Um, our, I think our children are expected to have their work is more detailed. It's more demanding here. Uh, and we have expectations that we are able to, we're able to uh, enforce these expectations for the students for their own well-being. And the students all walked around campus saying, et tu, Brute? Bob, let me ask a two-part question for you. Number one, do you make an effort to help Sarah with her homework? And part two is, are there times when you try to do that and she's dealing with stuff that you didn't learn when you were in school, so you can't help her? Yeah, you know, I was going to joke about that. But, yes, the new math that that we have, uh, some of us parents have experienced can be frustrating to, to, to a certain extent. But uh, to reiterate what Sister Mary Patrick said, Sarah in the fourth grade had about an hour's worth of homework each night, focusing on the three R's, if you will, the reading, the writing, and the arithmetic. And although she would be happier if the homework was less, you know, we were able to see her grow over her two years' time at St. Joseph's School with that homework every night, and it's become part of her schedule and something that we don't always enjoy doing together based on uh, some of the things that are new and different, but it's a good learning experience for us all, and it's turning her into a better student. Sister, you had an open house on May the 18th. Will there be another open house at St. Joseph's School in Baltic between now and the beginning of the fall semester? Uh, we don't have an official open house, but this is what we do have. Uh, I've just seen uh, in the past two days two different families. I have uh, appointments for upcoming families. I just want to make it clear um, that anyone who wants to visit the school, they can call me, email me. Uh, and I set the time I, uh, that's mutual to both of us, and I can have a conference with them. This can happen any time throughout the summer, and it does happen. So all they have to do is call, uh, and they want to come and meet with me, see the school, get a packet. I'm right here. Obviously, you've got students from St. Mary's St. Joseph's School in Willimani, but give me an idea as to your geographic breakdown. From what towns in eastern Connecticut, and maybe farther than that, do you attract students to St. Joseph's School? Okay, we have, of course, Baltic, that's first, okay. And then um, Willimantic is second because of the merge of the two schools. Uh, we draw students from, uh, I actually have some students from Plainfield, Ledger, Canterbury, Norwich. Um, I'm trying to think some of these. Columbia. Yeah, yeah Columbia. Yeah. Oh, yes, how did yeah. I forget Columbia, Bob? <laughs> yeah. yeah, so those towns. Uh, and uh, Coventry, I have some students from Coventry. And they obviously bust down there, so that must have been a bit of a hassle, too, to change that around once St. Mary's in Willimantic closed. Yes, because they can't get bus transportation. One other town, too, and I'm, I'm just picking up another family is from uh, Colchester. Uh, so the parents have to have to carpool because um, the state law, you, you know, they may cross the town lines for high school but they never do it for an elementary school. So even though you've gained more students because of St. Mary's St. Joseph in Willimantic, you do have openings for the fall semester? We do, absolutely, yep. 
So what's the first step people should do? You talked about calling, maybe visit the website? They can call me here at 860-822-6141 or email me at sistermarypatrick at gmail.com, and I respond right away. We set up a time and are more than welcome to have them come and see the school. They're small but mighty. St. Joseph's School in Baltic, that is Sister Mary Patrick, along with parent volunteer Bob Turner. Folks, thanks for joining me this morning. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. God bless. 14 WILI, Willimantic, and 95.3 FM.